Classroom Podcast, just two guys answering the internet's questions. I'm Sean Cordingly. And I'm David R. Smith. Today comes our bi-monthly What We're Up To podcast, so let's just get right to it. bi mon wa we up to just doesn't have the same ring as bi sci-fi con. No, it doesn't. Sadly. Uh, I don't know why my water bottle's on your side, but I'll take that back. That's okay. Uh, Where'd we go? How was your, your two months? Were they good? Busy. Yeah. Uh, so when did we last do this? April. Be- beginning of April? Yep. Okay. So I have, I think the last time before I, I went on a job interview, but I've since gotten a job and I'm now moving to Lethbridge. Yep. So that happens at the end of this month. Um, but I've been slowly packing and trying to purge as much crap as I can from my house, which is six years of accumulated crap of me, Brent, Neil, Matt, Samantha, and Derek. So six people's worth of stuff. I mean, they took most of it, but they've all left they a lot all left of things. things. Yep. And so I get to be the one to deal with it, yep. which sucks. So I've been dealing with that, uh, trying to find a place to live, which I haven't as of our recording this. Um, Great. We are recording this like a week, 10 days early? Yeah. Or though, because I'm, full disclosure, I'm going to go visit my family for a bit, so we just didn't have the time to do it. Yeah. So, so we're doing it a bit early. Yeah. So Dave may have found a place in Lethbridge by now. God, I hope so. I had a really sweet lean on a place, and they rented it out, and uh, I, I had a friend go and vet it for me, and it looked great, and I emailed the the, the guy the other day. I was like, so have you made a decision? He got back to me today, and I found out. I was like, oh. So I'm back to square one. I just live in res. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's got a job at a university. That's why yeah, that works. That but yeah. sounds like a great idea. Just scouting me, living in res. Yep. Yikes. Anyway, sixteen I'll... by sixteen. One of them nice plastic beds. Sweet. Sweet. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll figure something out. The universe will provide. I'm not too stressed. Yeah. But I've just been slowly trying to purge so I can get down. I mean, most of my time once my roommates moved out, I spent most of my time upstairs. So if I only had a couple bedrooms and a bathroom, that would be fine. It's just, I don't, I, having the dog makes a world of difference. Yep. So, but I'm not going to get rid of her. So, you know, we'll, we'll figure something out. I'll be, I'll be fine. And for the record, Mm -hmm. you will be continuing on the guys from podcast. Yes. Yes. It'll be trickier because there might be somewhere Sean and I have to do them remotely or we'll have to do two weeks in advance because I'll be home for a couple days. Like Lethbridge is only two hours from, from Calgary. Yeah. So it's, it's tricky, but that's why we're bringing in Jeremy to, to be able to do some if I can't make it or something yeah. to that effect. We've so, been, other... we've been expanding for looking for other guest hosts yeah. to, to apply to more questions that Dave really can't handle as well as somebody who's really versed in, say, politics could Certainly. be able to do and that yeah. sort of stuff. So there's going to be some more guests and stuff, but Dave will still be the oh, principal yeah. second host of and the guys from podcast. still be writing throwback tracks and yep. trying to start writing some other articles, which I may have more time for now that I'm only working one job instead yep. of working Lunchbox in the Saddle Dome and teaching in Red Deer. and free. I mean, I'll still be freelancing, but like, yeah, but theoretically, still. I will have more time. So theoretically, I should have more time for things like articles. Yeah, exactly. Which would be cool. So I will, I will still be around. You guys will still get weary of my voice. So, <laughs> but yeah, just thought I'd throw that yeah. out there. Yeah, that's because it's that's a good we've call. been kind of working at it for about a month now. Yeah, I think. Yeah, so we're figuring just out the logistics, but we're we'll, putting the feelers out there. We'll get her. And, and to be perfectly honest, there's a very good chance you won't even notice remote wise because totally. Dave yeah. will have a microphone of similar quality to the one that we use now. Yeah, he'll actually probably sound better. Because he will be on the, we'll do single directionals at yeah. that point, and then 
Yeah. Man, so weird. Just a whole different world. Anyway, so it's it's been a it's been a weird couple months just getting used to the idea that I'm going to teach in university and am leaving the city I've lived in for almost half my life. Yep. It's just been weird to 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 get used to it, but well, while at the same time you'll be here quite a bit, probably. Certainly. Yeah. There's a lot to do here. Families to visit. Shannon's yep. not coming down with me yet. Um, I still have season tickets for the Flames, so I'll be here for that. I'll be doing shows here. Like there are things that will keep me coming back. Yep. Plus, I love Calgary. So, and like you said, it's two hours and yeah. a two-hour drive to Albertans is nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's four to get to my parents' place. Six now from Lethbridge, but yeah, whatever. I mean, that's it's just what you do. Yeah, it's so, two hours. Yeah. What about you? How's your month been? Uh, my two months? That's what I meant. It was okay. Birthday was fine. Right. Um, yeah, just hanging out, working on daily song drop stuff, talking yeah. to a lot of artists, trying to kind of diversify that a bunch more. It's been crazy. I will go to do a, a throwback tracks, and there's daily song drops ready for the next two weeks. I'm like, oh my yeah. god. yeah. And I'm doing, like, I'm usually doing them the Wednesday night before. Be like, oh, I gotta do something. <laughs> yeah, I've just, I like doing them. And they're doing well. Thank everybody for checking them out. That's awesome. Uh, if you haven't been checking them out, we're doing an indie song every day. Genre is pretty much everything other than country. And every once in a while, there's a folk song that trends a little bit country that I like. I just, I don't really care for country music, so sure. I don't listen to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's been a lot of that. I got the flu for a while, Oof. which was just just great. Yeah, uh, finally getting back into the swing of things. So it was a really good thing that I did have two weeks of music together because there was about a week there where I couldn't focus on things. Right. So so yeah, uh, that does suck. I'm yeah. glad that we that we hammered through a couple before, so that way you were just kind of like you didn't have to worry about it. Yeah, uh, because I was actually going to go visit family for a week earlier then got the flu but we had already recorded a podcast so I didn't have to do anything and it was awesome aside yeah. from the flu part sure yeah that that is pretty sweet aside so, from the flu, flu aside part. from the flu yeah. part other than that yeah just been working and writing and working on game stuff and cool that's it well there you go yeah do you want to talk about what all the things that we're doing yep so what have you been reading, Sean? <laughs> this is a this is the sparsest this has been for me since we've started. This is going to be the sixth or seventh time we've done this. Right. And this will be by far the least I have been reading. Uh, specifically for reasons that we'll get to in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But mostly it's been news. I've oh, okay. been consuming tons of news and reading articles and... I've been reading a lot of, tying it back into what we were just talking about with Daily Song Drop, I've been reading a lot of music journalism and just seeing what different people do when they discuss albums and music and that sort of stuff. Okay. Because I'm still, I'm comfortable with what I do, but I'm just, I'm looking to see other ways and other voices just to see how what I'm doing compares and what I could maybe tweak or what I like better than what they're doing and right. all that sort of stuff. Sure. But a lot of it's just been world news. Tons and tons of news. Is there anything happening? I feel like it's been pretty quiet in the world news lately. Uh, no. No, it's just, it's mostly just fluff stories. Cool. Uh, we've got goats in Calgary. They've been grazing on the hill lately. Super. Have you oh, actually noticed no, that? No, I haven't seen them. Yeah, we've had... 
As we both look out to the rainy weather and can't see past Sean's window. I suppose I should leave that for the watching section, but spoilers. (laughs) No, they've been, I don't know if it's the ag department at the uni or what, but they've been bringing a herd of goats. And they've just been grazing on the hill, wandering around. And there's a shepherd there with a couple dogs. And it's just, yeah, they're great. I think maybe they're even using that to help maintain the grass there, which is environmentally awesome. And also, hooray for goats in the middle of downtown Calgary. Do you remember Amanda Fox? Yep. Uh, Her sister, I don't know if it's these goats, but I know her sister has a bunch of goats that she has leased to the city for such purposes. So it it could could very well be her. Maybe. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so it's just like, that's kind of awesome. Yeah. Goats. Anyway, reading-wise, yeah, it's just everything that's been going on politically here and because we had the Kevin O'Leary pulling out of the CPC. Yeah, we're all so torn up about that guy not running. Um, The NDP are also going through their leadership. It's going to be a little bit later still, but they're mm-hmm. starting to gear up for that. The U.S. is uh, uh, – there are no words if we're not putting an explicit rating on this <laughs> that I can apply to the, here. My go- Well, because since we last talked, Coney has been – Coney? Comey. Comey? Yeah. Has been fired, and he was the one – oh, Coney was the – Coney's an island. Yeah, or – yeah. <laughs> Coney 2012. Comey 2017. He was the former FBI director, and then uh, there's a bunch of stuff coming out about obstruction of justice, and while we're recording this, Trump is on his first foreign trip to the Middle East. Oh my god. Uh, I saw a video today of him meeting the Pope. Yeah. And they, whoever... Whoever did it mashed it up to the uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm lyrics, and like it zoomed... Or Curb Your Enthusiasm theme song. Oh, that that weird... What is that instrument? Well, there's like a tuba and like, like it, it's just kind of like that polka feel, you know? Yeah, yeah. Whatever it is, harpsichord or something. Sure, yeah. Yeah, and so Trump is smiling, and Pope Francis just looks so unhappy. Yeah, he really does. He looks miserable, and it's awesome. The horror community's been putting Damien into the picture as well so like it's all of Trump's family all dressed in black Trump and then Damien in between Trump and Pope Francis so good but it's so it's been that then there's been all of the stuff in England and Macron in France which I called hooray you did yeah and go France yeah good for you guys no it was it it went about the way we expected it to which is good yeah uh the German elections are starting. There's a bunch of stuff going on in the Middle East, as there always is. Yeah. There's tons just, of stuff going on everywhere. So I've just, every day I've been finding myself just keeping up on news. Plus I have to do horror news. Sure. So yeah. keeping up on what's going on in film and TV and all of that stuff. So outside of that, plus the flu taking my vacation away when I was planning on sitting and reading a sure. book for a good chunk as of it. does, yeah. Uh, it's I've just been keeping up on my comics. Okay, fair enough. So I'm caught up on Doctor Strange, caught up on Star Wars, Black Widow, just a bunch of stuff like that. Nice. So like I, it's not that I'm not reading; it's that it's mostly current events at this point. Fair. So, but hopefully, next time we talk about this, I will have been reading Dune. Oh, nice. Because I have never actually read Dune. Okay. 
And it seems like something you would read. Yeah. Yeah. It's the masterpiece of science fiction. The Lord of the Rings of science fiction is what it's called, essentially, to how it was sold to me. Cool. So, okay. And I've just never read it. I got it for Christmas. I haven't had a chance yet. So it's also like a thousand pages. So I need the time. Sure. Yeah. So what have you been reading? Uh, I think I was just about to start Three Day Road when we last... I believe so. Or I just I think started you it. I about was it. Yeah, and yeah. nothing. I talked but mostly because that consumed a better part of my life. Yeah. Uh, so I read Three Day Road by Joseph Boyden. Uh, it's a Canadian book, and basically it's about um, two uh, Cree guys who go over to fight in World War One. Okay. Um, and one of them comes back, and he is basically on his his aunt comes to pick him up and his aunt was kind of the one who raised him because his mom was in a residential school okay. and she kind of I don't institutionalized herself with the white people and so her but his aunt didn't want it she fought it and she just lived out in the, the wilderness by herself and she ended up essentially kidnapping this kid and tra- raising him herself gotcha um, and so she picks him up and so it kind of jumps back and forth between him talk like he's addicted to morphine at this point uh as one, one can't sure. be, one is. And so uh, it's him kind of remembering what happened over in World War One, and then him kind of talking about what's happening now, but also her. So you switch narrators, okay. which is really cool, and you get some incredible description about the battles over there and the battalions that they were in and the regiments and everything. It was just, it was a it was a very compelling read. Oh, it was, sounds good. Yeah, there are some books where... You read them and you just you read them because you feel like you have to. Whereas this one, I just wanted to read it because I just wanted to to know what happened next. Yeah. Um, so I finished that one in fairly good time, and so I just because I went from it, which was a slog, a good slog, like it's yeah. a great read. It's, it's just, just long. It's, it's long. Yeah. To Three Day Road, which is a pretty easy read and pretty pretty quick. To I'm now reading The Agony and the Ecstasy by Irving Stone. <laughs> Okay. It's good. Like, I'm barely yeah. into it at this point. But, I mean, there's names that I have. Like, they're all Italian names. And it's just like, Michelangelo hasn't even gotten out of his apprenticeship yet. And so I have all this. Like, I've got 800 pages to go on this book. And it's small writing and it's descriptive. I'm going to be probably still reading this by the time we get to our next what are we up to? Because August, yeah. yeah. Well, you're and you're moving and I'm in the moving, middle, right? So, so yeah, it'll it's be August. Be a slog, but my mom loves it. My sister loves it. My dad loves it. Everybody I know who has read this book loves it. I'm like, okay, I should give it a shot because I I've been wanting to read it for years, and so just like, okay, now's the time. Perfect. Plus, it gave me an excuse to order something like real mail instead of just. Bills and flyers. Bills and flyers. All yeah. of a sudden, I got home. And it was there. I was like, yes, <laughs> something fun in the mail. That's why I love Amazon Prime. That's yeah, you just get everything. Yeah, yeah. It's like I need toilet paper. <gasps> I'm gonna get a box. <laughs> yes, I love boxes. That is pretty sweet. Uh, yeah. So that's those are that's what I've been reading. Cool. Yeah. And news. Sure. Some news. Well, some news. I understand it's not this, to the same extent, but, but I mean, it, you. It's hard not to. It's hard not to be reading news. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. That was relatively. I was going to say relatively fast, and then I looked at how long we've been talking. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Not That's quite. usually one of the shortest ones. Whereas now we're moving on to playing. 
and enjoying that wonderful storm. <laughs> My goodness, and I get to go home in this. Thank God I drove today. It sounds like we're podcasting in a monsoon. <laughs> ah, this is shining, damn it! Dang it! My goodness. Um, playing, playing. Uh, I have four things that I've been playing, Sean. That's more than me. Seriously? Well, oh uh, right, yeah, Dave. <laughs> Remember sure. that conversation we had? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, so I guess we'll go back and forth a bit. Sure. What's your first one? Uh, I'll start with the game I've been playing on my phone. It's MLB Tap Sports Baseball 17. Okay. It's awesome. So basically you can find friends on, on Facebook and stuff, and basically you pick your team and you can play them. You know how you can play each other in chess and you just wait for one person to make their move, then you go back and forth? Yep. It's essentially that, except it's you play three innings. Now they don't pitch to you, it's just automatic pitchers, but you're the, uh, you're just trying to hit the ball and trying to score runs. It's really fun. Okay. I'm playing against my brother and my cousins, and I don't think there's anybody else I know on Facebook who's playing this game. Fair so enough. Like, more people need to get on this because it's <laughs> really fun. Well, if you're playing the MLB Tap Baseball 17, did I Tap get that? Sports Baseball, Tap yeah. Sports Baseball 17, hit Dave up on Twitter, at David Ron, and join him to play There Twitter. you go. Yeah. You're I'd not going to send him topics, so play Tap Baseball yeah, with him. There you him. go. Yeah. So that's, I just figured I'd do that one really quickly. I just thought about that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm playing that a lot. Okay. Uh, I'll do a quick one. I'll finish with the reason that I wasn't reading as much sure. slash everything else. Uh, I've played a little bit of a game called Laser Disco Defenders. Okay. It is very strange. Very strange. But it's quite entertaining. Okay. It's hard to describe. Essentially, you're playing a disco spaceman or woman, and you shoot lasers out of your hand slash gun. Essentially, it's a gun, but it seems like it's just coming out of your hand. Sure. And you're destroying traps in procedurally generated small little maps. Okay. Every time you fire, the laser stays in the map and will ricochet. Oh. So you have to be economical with firing or you're going to get hit by your own lasers and lose health and then die. So If it hits something else, then does the laser go away? No. No, oh. it destroys stuff and then it just keeps bouncing. So Wow. Yeah, it's really fun. Interesting. And it's the it's really quick to play. I believe I believe. I'm sure it was a free game. Oh, okay. on PS Plus at some point right. in the last couple months and I just tried it on a whim and yeah it for a, when I've got 10 minutes perfect okay cool yeah yep yeah that's uh that's awesome ah whatever it's springtime in Alberta I saw pictures on Facebook today of people who got snow today so yeah like it's inevitable. We had the best long weekend. Yeah, it, it was, was so, really nice. So nice, and so now it's just not. No, it's really not. It's kind of it's the way it goes. Like ten degrees and raining sideways. Yeah, which you, I can see, you can hear. Yeah. So, so sorry about the white noise in the background. Nothing we can do about it. Absolutely nothing. Um, I'm currently playing Grand Theft Auto Five, Four, the one with Nico. Four, Four. 
Um, Five's got the three main characters. Okay, that's what it. I thought. Yeah, uh, I've played it in pieces before. Uh, I just I needed something. I will get to why I needed something a little bit easier, more open world. Um, okay. In a minute when I get to my next one, but uh, I, I've played it before and it's just something that I can do a couple missions. We've talked about GTA before and how yep. it's fun to just do missions or drive around and steal cars and just try and take hit jumps and stuff. And so I, I after the, the game I've been, I kind of put down for a while. I'm, I just needed something different. So okay. um, it's fun to, to revisit and I, I just started, so I haven't even gotten a gun yet. Oh, um, wow. I'm pretty you are early. Very yeah, early. I, like I started within the last week or so. So it's just picking up what I can and muck around a little bit. And yeah, it's been it's been good. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, the one that I've recently just started dabbling with a bit is called Marvel Heroes Omega. Okay. It is a free-to-play game, uh, which means microtransactions or having to purchase sure. packs or in -game, whatever. In-game purchases sort of, sort of thing. But I've just been dabbling a little bit, and it's essentially... Remember Diablo? We played yeah. some Diablo 3. Yeah. It's that, but Marvel. Oh, cool. So running around, um, leveling up characters, and it's the actual Storm and Black Panther and Doctor Strange. Yeah. And whoever There's 20-some that you can pick from, and the free-to-play side is you can get any character you want to level 10. Okay. And then you have to unlock them either by getting enough in-game currency to unlock them or just paying and then you can unlock them to continue going forward okay so i've just started dabbling with that a little bit and seems pretty fun nice been enjoying it it's nice and light which yeah. is kind of what i was looking for plus yeah. like i've said repeatedly i'm going on a vacation so i'm not going to bring my playstation sure. with me so i didn't want to start something massive but this has been this has been fun cool very cool and it's free so anyone who's got a playstation you can just go download it now. That is pretty sweet. Um, so I finished a game and then started something else. So I'll get to the one that I finished last because I finished it. Okay. <clears throat> so then I started Fallout 3. Oh. Yeah. That's uh, 110 or so hours probably. Yeah. So that's – I am I am certainly nowhere near finishing that. And it's really spooky and – Yep. It's the first – RPG I think I've ever really played. Okay, yeah. And um, that's that's a big one. That's an open-world yeah. Bethesda RPG where you step out of the vault and it's like, what do you want to do? Anything is possible. Yeah, so it's, it's, like, it's almost overwhelming. Yep. And so, you know, I've, I, I spent some time in Megaton. Yep. Um, accidentally got the sheriff killed. Um... Cause I, as you do. Because I ratted out the guy who uh, wanted me to blow up the town. Okay, yeah. Um, and so then I went to the bar and watched him get into a confrontation, and then all of a sudden he ended up shooting the sheriff. I was like, oh, oh, shoot. And so I killed the guy. Okay, yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then so I kind of figured out everything I needed to in Megaton, and then just I left and... I'm searching for my dad, and I'm also... I told some girl that I would take a letter to her family in some other town, and I am just... There is so much going on. And then I saw these, like, people, like, it's heads on octopus-type legs, and they were, like, using their tongues to beat me. Yep. And I tried shooting them, and, like, my bullets don't do that much. Nope. It's... 
Yeah, those super mutants get kind of tricky. Yeah, and, like, the raiders, like, everybody's really hard to kill, and yes. it's just... So I'm trying to work on my stealth, and after a while I was like, I need I need a game that I'm better at, so I went <laughs> to Grand Theft Auto. But it, it's not that I'm not enjoying Fallout, I was just... It was... It's stressful. Yep. So... You need to focus on leveling and figuring out what it is that your guy is good at. Right. That makes sense. And then yeah. get, to, get into the loot grind habit where you are just trying to find the best stuff you can for the way you want to play. Right. That's fair. Yeah, see, I'm not that good at stuff like that, so I feel like this is going to be... Just trial and error, basically. Okay. You'll, you'll wander into a place and they'll offer and look at the level suggested levels, especially on missions. Oh, interesting. Check okay. the suggested level, see what you should be, and maybe just pick off some little stuff. Okay. Okay. Until you get used to it and Good start finding gear. Gotcha. Because it's been, like, it's fun and it's just, it's crazy, like, it's a totally choose-your-own-adventure, and it's... Yep, it is. Poof. It is overwhelming. If you had a PS4, you could play the one that's set in Boston. Really? Yeah, 4. Cool. <laughs> it's now called the Commonwealth, Oh, I think. Yeah. The game is, or the no, it's the, Fallout Four, but the, the region city is, called, is the called the Commonwealth. Interesting. You can see like the Governor's Dome and right. Fenway and all that sort of stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Anyway, yeah. So it's whew. yeah. If you need help, there's tons of stuff everywhere. You can ask if Super. I have suggestions for what to do. Great. That's that is good but, to know. But that is my suggestion: is grind. Okay. Okay. Spend some time, get your level up, yeah. then explore more. Okay. That's good to know. Will do. Yeah. All right. It's not quite redlining on wind, but... It's close. It's close. My goodness. Uh, so the reason I wasn't reading as much and the reason my watching list is smaller than it usually is and the game that I haven't been talking about yet is Persona 5. Yeah. Uh, my article about Persona 5 went up on Saturday last, so this past Saturday, as I have finished it. Yeah. Clocked 115 hours to finish it. My goodness. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah? Yeah. It must be if you put in 115 hours. Like, that sounds... Yeah. You don't put that much into a game if you don't like it. Consistently, too. Yeah. Because I played... The, the Laser Disco Defenders and Marvel Heroes Omega happened since I st finished Persona 5. Okay. So I played nothing from April 4th to Good May Lord. something, May 20 something, other than Persona 5. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that is, for you especially, that's... That's a lot. That's remarkable. Yeah. Huh. It's just, it's so good. It's an amazing JRPG, turn-based RPG, basically. Cool. The story's great. The animation's fun. The Neo Jazz soundtrack is amazing. The characters are great. I miss them. Oh, really? Like, legitimately miss the characters. Yeah. Huh. That's it's like It's weird. weird. It's like, why? But yeah. no, that's just... You spend so much time with them because it is half time management, half dungeon crawl. Right. Time management, you are. It's like, hey, man, do you want to go hang out at the... And we'll go see a movie. Yeah, okay. And you're doing that in-game nice. with these people and just having conversations, real life, all of that sort of stuff. And after it was over, it's like, wow, I'm not going to see these characters again. Aww. That's kind of sad. <laughs> ah, that's too bad. Huh. That it sounds... Yeah, yeah that it's, sounds... It's great. great. More thoughts, obviously, are in the article. Right. It's mostly just me gushing about... How about great it. it was. Yeah. That wasn't the one where you could... Where you would spend, like, 45 minutes just taking 
photos, was it? No. Okay. No, that was Horizon. Okay, that's what I thought. You, uh, the the publisher actually restricted your ability to take photos because they wanted no spoilers for anyone because of the narrative. They're pushing the narrative. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So it's the complete opposite of Horizon. Yeah, you cannot take pictures. Interesting. If I wanted to, I had to like pause and use my phone. And we all know how great those photos are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow, very cool. Yeah. I like it. Uh, my last game that I played and finished was Medal of Honor. Okay. Um, which one? I, it's the one that takes place in Afghanistan. So I don't know oh, which one that is. Warfighter? It could be. I just bought it cheap at EB Games recently. I just happened to be going through and I was like, oh, here's another first-person shooter. That sounds fun. Yeah. Um, it was great. I really enjoyed it. Because cool. you got to play as various characters. So you got to be like an army ranger and a, a navy seal. And at one point I got to fly a helicopter, like a uh, Apache helicopter. And so there's a bunch of really cool dif- cool different missions. Yeah. Um, but like, I, like we talked about recently in one of our podcasts... Uh, when it comes to um, like uh, Call of Duty, so much of it was for online that the the campaign was about. I bet you I played for six or eight hours. Yep, and that was it. And they were really fun campaigns, and I probably will do them again because I really enjoyed them. But it's just like, oh, okay. Oh, that was the last mission. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I guess that's done. So I, you know, which is why it's always nice, kind of, especially for me, because I'm in the same boat. I'm not much of a multiplayer guy. It's nice getting those on sale. Which is like twenty bucks for eight hours of Call of Duty. Right. Exactly. And that's totally worth it. I mean, because I'm on Xbox 360, I'm pretty sure they've probably shut these servers down already. Oh, I would imagine most of them are. Yeah. I'm not even on Xbox Live anyway, because I don't, I don't have an account for Xbox. I'm just I'm doing everything offline. Yeah. So. I can't imagine there's still there's anybody still even playing these games, which I don't really care about. But I also don't want to pay fifty bucks for this game. I think I paid fifteen. Yeah. Fine. Fifteen for a game where I'm just going through villages and trying to be stealthy and everything like that. And yep. then I, you know, a couple months down the road, I'll be like, you know what? I really enjoyed that. I'll play that one again, and I will absolutely do it again. Cool. Yeah. So it was. It's really fun. I'm looking forward to you know. I'm, to different games and stuff and like yeah. I know I've got uh, Far Cry 4 just waiting there I'm like it still seems so new since I it seems so recent since I played Far Cry 3 that I I want to get a few more games behind me before I go back to something that I know is going to occupy my entire time by the time everyone's hearing this the trailer for Far Cry 5 set in Montana is going to be out I need a PlayStation 4 <laughs> Montana Montana yeah. Because four is the one in the Alps. Himalayas. The Himalayas. Yep. Right. Three is the tropical one. Three is Two the tropical is Africa. One. one I don't remember. Okay. And then there's Primal, which is Cape the Man. was before. Yeah. And five. So Far Far Cry Primal is still like a. It's still Far Cry, but it's not in the the order, the sequential order of right. the games. It's a side. Okay. Far Cry. Kind of like a uh, like one of the start like Rogue One. Yeah, kind of. Well, they're using the assets from 4. So all of the stuff they made from 4, and then they made another story using the... So we've already programmed how the elephants will move, and we've right. already programmed tigers. Sure. So they're, we just have to make them slightly bigger and give them saber teeth. Great. Sure, fair enough. So That makes sense. But now it's in Montana. That's going to be so cool. Yeah. I love Montana. <laughs> yeah. Well, and there's hills and mountains and open prairie. Like, oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're recording this before that comes out, but the first image dropped today. Yeah. And... 
there was a teaser which kind of showed a little bit and let us know where it was and then there's the picture that came today and it makes it look like maybe it's some sort of rural cult sort of thing oh that something. makes sense yeah so but we're not sure so cool by the time you hear this everyone knows more than we do about far cry 5 but it Super. is coming Awesome. Probably this year. Also, E3 it will be first week of June, which means we'll be seeing a pile of stuff coming. Sure. So get ready for some video game questions. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Uh, also, if I'm making money working as an instructor at the university, there's a good chance I might be able to afford a PS4 in the near future, which is exciting. Yeah. So maybe I can get myself Far Cry 5 because I really want to play it. <laughs> and uh, Call of Duty World War Call II. Of Duty. Oh, yeah? Did you not know that? I think I did, but okay. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah but they're somebody... going back to World War II. Getting <laughs> myself a PS4. MLB The Show came out last I month. Just, too, right? Yeah, I'm, I know. Getting there. <laughs> Our second half of the What We Are Up To podcast is brought to you by Gustav Kaibo's Racing Yachts. Make an impression at your next regatta with the real handcrafted old world style of Gustav Kaibo's Racing Yachts. Using only the finest and turn of the century craftsmanship, your classic timber form yacht will draw the eye and the patron as you glide across the water, or if you took it out today accidentally, as you hauled ass across the water, leaving a gigantic wake behind you as you are plumbing towards the rocks. That's Gustav Kaibo's racing yachts, the often overlooked, never forgotten yacht. And we're back, and now we're going to talk about what we're listening to. Yay! I have no podcasts. Really? Yeah, like you have no music, or you had no no books that you read. I have literally no podcasts. Um, partially, my my iPod has stopped functioning. Oh. Which is really frustrating. It d- died, like the batteries died. Right. And so I went to charge it in, or charge it up, and it just won't charge oh yeah so i need to take it to the apple store and give them hell for why my so that's been problematic is because a lot of my ipod listening or my podcast listening would be on my ipod and so it's been broken down so i haven't been able to listen to as much so just putting that out there i have no podcasts okay do you want me to talk about podcasts first then yeah because i have several uh of course you do I listen to podcasts. I know you do. Especially when I had the flu and couldn't focus on anything but was That's awake. Fair. Podcasts yeah. were awesome for that. Uh, I've talked about Pod Save America and Pod Save yeah. the World before. I'm still listening to them, still enjoying them. Sure. Um, both of them are very, very interesting. Especially Pod Save the World. Especially if you're not as into current events. Or if Pod Save America is much more... This is going to be as a surprise, I'm sure, but it's much more America focused. Mm, Whereas yeah. Pod Save the World is a—it's just an interview with a with Tommy Vitor, who used to work in the NSC for Obama, and people who are maybe former diplomats, or the one from a couple weeks ago was a journalist who's been embedded in Turkey for 15 years. Oh, and so okay. it's talking about current events as they relate to past experience and how this works and what this is like. And so you get cool. a really interesting perspective on stuff like okay. that. Uh, Relic Radio, I have been listening to the old radio shows from Relic Radio. Right, yeah. 
constantly. That does sound the fun. The entire time. I feel like on my trips to and from Lethbridge, I'll have a lot of time to listen to podcasts. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, two that I haven't talked about before that I can definitely recommend is S-Town. Okay. S-Town is essentially a slice-of-life documentary done by the This American Life and Serial people. Oh. Uh, about a small Alabama town and a man in a small Alabama town. And you think it's going to be one... I'm not going to spoil it at all, because this is one I think you should listen to. It's only... Uh, nine, ten episodes, okay. so ten hours or so. Yeah, hour piece, and where it starts is not where you end up. Oh, interesting. So, it's very, very interesting. Okay. And then the one that I listened to the entire thing when I had the flu, almost nonstop while I was listening to podcasts. I take breaks for my regulars. Right. Say, Nerdist or you must remember this is now done. Okay. Another season, so. Now's a good time to catch up if you're wanting to. Right. It's still the best. But I listened to Crime Town. Okay. It's another documentary, um, and it's about Providence, Rhode Island. I've heard about this one. It is so good. Yeah, somebody else told me, because I was talking about Providence, and like, you need to listen to Crime Town. Yeah. It is amazing. Yeah? Yeah. Every episode's about a half an hour. Okay. Some go a little bit longer, some a little bit shorter, but yeah. it's roughly a half an hour. And it goes from 60s to now. Okay. And it's it balances between the politics side with Buddy Cianci yeah. and the mob side. And they have interviews with mobsters and, like, the actual yeah. guys who did stuff. And yeah. they're out of prison or maybe not out of prison, some. And it's just – they just talk about everything that happened and it's – the corruption of the town and what was going on both politically and with the mob because the mob in Providence basically ran the Northeast. It was New York, Chicago, and Providence. That's so weird. Yeah. That's so strange like, to me. And then the mayor, like Buddy Cianci, who was the mayor, two-time mayor, and both times was arrested on felony charges. Super. Uh, once for torturing a man in his living room. Good lord. And it's just, you get to hear it from people's own words, and they have tons of stock footage, or stock recording, I guess, and interviews with all of the major players, except for the ones who have now passed away, obviously. Sure. Yeah. Great song. Okay. Which actually, because this is the last podcast, I can tie it into song. I did pick up the album by the Swedish experimental rock band called Goat, because they're uh, You Better Run to Your Mama is the theme song of Crime Town, okay. and it's awesome. Okay. So I picked up that album and have been listening to it a bit. Great. Yeah. Um, to this day, it's still the best sandwich I ever got in my life is in Providence, Rhode Island. So. There you go. Probably run by the Mafia at some point, that sandwich shop. Could very well be. Jeff's Superlative Sandwiches. I pitched it before, but you sure have. if you guys are wondering... If you guys are new to the podcast and you live in the Northeast and you're driving through Providence, it's like on the, it's near, I don't know if it's Brown or if there's another university in Providence, but it's kind of. URI. Yeah, it could be around there, but it's called Jeff's Superlative Sandwiches and it is the best. I was talking about it the other day and now I'm hungry. <laughs> well, it's also dinner time. That's true. Which is when we always end up having to podcast. Especially about food. Yep. Yeah. So there, I kind of folded into music. Nice. I mean, Pearl Jam, and then... Soundgarden. Yep. 
actually for the first little while I the day I found out the day the day that it happened uh, I went and cranked Rusty Cage and outshined on my on my stereo I just blasted it sure and then after that had a really really hard time listening to Chris Cornell for a while and even now it's still kind of hard but at the same time like I love the music so much that I feel yeah. like it's it's good so I've been listening to a lot of Soundgarden okay um but yeah, on the May long weekend, driving up to my family cabin, one of his solo songs came on. I was just like, nope, can't do it. Also, just on a side note, Twitter, you know how they tell you, these are people you should follow. Yep. Two days after he died, Twitter was like, you should follow Chris Cornell. I was like, oh, Twitter. Oh, you're breaking my heart. Yeah. It happens. Yeah, right? I was just like, I, so I'm sure a lot of people like started following him or something. Just hit, I don't know. I'm not sure what Could the... Be. So it's just like, this is somebody who, this is trending, see, whatever. It was just like, ugh, ouch. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of a lot of Soundgarden. Okay. Have you heard, you must have, because you've got your ear to the ground more with newer music. Rag and Bones Man? Yep. Whew, that album is something else. <laughs> yeah, it is. Man. Yeah, Shannon picked it up, and she's playing as like, because I'd heard Human, is that his single? I th- That's think him, right? so. I'm think only so? human after all. Don't put the blame on me. I think that's Rag and Bones, man. Pretty sure you're right, but uh, I can double check. Anyway, so if that is him, I know he's got a, a, a single out there, and I'm pretty sure it's human. And so that one came on. I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's pretty good. Um, but, man, that, that whole album is pretty, pretty good. Human. It is human. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Um... Yeah, so that one that's that's a new song I've been listening to. So those are kind of the the that's the the music I've been. I I've think been that's an to. older single. Yeah, like the newer ones are like Skin. And, sure. Yeah. Yeah, that one's been out for a while, but I could never remember his name. And yeah. Apparently he's British. Yeah. Which is weird because he sounds like a Southern blues guy or something. But yeah, well. Yeah. Um, so those are kind of the 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 music I've been listening to. But I'm going to talk about a concert that I saw after, but. You can talk about some of the stuff you've been listening to. Or uh, again, for me though, it's mostly Daily, Daily Song, Song Drop. Drop. I yeah. listen to a lot of stuff from that. Uh, I wandered back into Brick and Mortar a little bit. Okay, but that was a Tuesday Tunes band from September, like the first couple weeks of oh, Tuesday okay. Tunes. Yeah. So I wandered back and been listening to that album a bit. Bit of Tiger Town. Uh, I got back into what was that? Chitty Bang's album, The Preview, specifically specifically because they were playing a song from it almost constantly during the NFL draft, which oh. I watched most of the first three rounds. Okay. And they'd play it a lot on throwing away to commercial. I'm like, man, I like that song. I should listen to that album again. So I have been. Nice. It's funny how that happens, hey? How you hear something just be like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, time for me to start listening to that. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, uh, most of it is daily song okay. drop. It's a lot of indie stuff. I'm going through things. That's what I do. Cool. So... Um, I went and saw a concert at the beginning of April. Okay. And I can't remember if it was before or after the last, what we're talking about. It was right around, right around there. Right. Uh, it was called The Last Waltz Revisited. I think I talked about it before I went. I th- yeah, I remember you talking about it, but I don't think you had gone okay. yet. So it was Corblund, who is like a country folk singer in, in Canada. Yep. Uh, Matt Anderson, who's a East Coast blues musician, who's just like, the guy's 350 pounds and he's amazing. Um, and then Amy Helm, who is Levon Helm's daughter, and she sings backup on a bunch of Matt Anderson's songs. Okay. Uh, on his solo albums. Yeah. And uh, 
so the three of them were kind of the the prominent people, and then there was you know drummer and backup people and everything like yeah. that. But basically, so I wasn't sure what to expect going in. I wasn't sure if it was going to be literally just the last waltz beginning to end, or if it was going to be some of their own stuff. And sure enough, it was kind of a combination of both. Like they played a bunch of the the great songs that the band played in in uh, the last waltz, and they played. Um, the Eric Clapton song that I can't remember. Uh, it's not Crossroads. It's um, no, all I can think about is Crossroads right now. Um, Layla, further on up uh, the road. Kate. Further on up the road. Um, they played. I think they played one of the Dylan songs. They played a um, an Ian Tyson song, Four Strong Winds. Apparently, he was. They played that at the the last waltz, but it just never made oh. the DVD. It was like, oh, that's cool. Um, so they played that, and then they also did play some of their own solo stuff. So it was just kind of a grab bag of all these phenomenal musicians playing a trip paying a tribute to Amy Helm's dad and the band but also paying a tribute to their own stuff and playing along with each other it was a really really cool night cool I was really glad to have experienced it and I mean I've only seen I saw Cor Blund play one song when I was working at Stampede once like he came on to play with somebody else and that was it so I really wanted to see him I love Matt Anderson I've talked about him on the show before I yep. want to see him so it's just like what a cool way to see kind of all these people whom I really respect so oh, cool yeah great great show really really worth checking out if I don't know if there's anything on YouTube or anything even that would be cool but it might be yeah so yeah that was kind of the the last thing I was that you listening listened to slash watched and watched I know look how uh, I worked out yeah <laughs> So, uh, watching. So, you, so, so, have you been watching stuff? Yeah, as per usual. Wait, you really? That doesn't. That doesn't sound like you at all. Yeah. <laughs> How many things do you have? Five on my list. I've got a couple TV shows that I've been kind of watching on Netflix, but just on in the background. Actually, you know what I'd like to talk about first? What would you like to talk in about? In the last, in the. Starting on our, and around my birthday weekend, because again, birthdays on Easter Sunday suck. Sure. Cricket. I have watched and watched, I suppose, now because the IPL is over, but I watched a ton of Indian Premier League cricket. Really? Yeah. Did you, did you understand it? When I started, a little bit, because I did play. Sure. But not... It's, it's T20 quick cricket as well, which is not test cricket. Essentially, there's 20 overs, um, six balls and over. Yeah. So there's a maximum of 180 balls, give okay. or take some wides and that sort of stuff. Right. So it doesn't last all day. It lasts a couple hours. Right. Okay. Because I, I remember learning the very basics of cricket. Yeah. That's essentially what I had when I started. Yeah. But I did watch the final. Okay. Which was... Uh, as of our recording this last Sunday. Okay. So two weeks ago when you can hear this. Right. I watched the final. So I got I watched the last Liverpool game, then the the Pittsburgh-Ottawa when the Penguins slaughtered oh Ottawa 7-0. I was golfing that day. We came into the pro shop and it was like, oh my God, it's 6-0. Turn around. It's 7-0. Yeah. And then I watched the IPL final. <laughs> Of Mumbai playing uh, Pune Supergiant. Awesome. It was fun. Who won? Uh, Mumbai. Yeah! By, by one run. Really? Yes. Wow. One. And they were bowling. 
second. So oh, they okay. ran there. So the basically the way it works is one team bats for the full they 180 balls. They do all balls. their yep. yeah yeah. So they scored 129 runs. Okay, which is a low total. Then they held Pune to 128. The last ball was for three runs. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It was really fun. I had a good time. Now, did I watch every game all the way through? No. Right. Did I have it on in the background while I was doing some other stuff? Sure. Sure, yeah. But I did watch a lot of cricket. <laughs> nice. Um, I mean, sort of talking about sports, I've been watching a lot of as much NHL playoffs as I can. Sure. Um, we're into that time. Ottawa plays such a boring game. Like They do. I like, I'm cheering for Nashville. Sure. But... If Pittsburgh wins, as of our recording this, they play tomorrow yep. in Game 7. So we won't know. As of the time this comes out, we won't know who's won the Stanley Cup, who's won the basketball championship. Yeah. We, we don't know any of that. No. So, but but we do know that Mumbai won the IPL. Perfect. Um, and Chelsea won the Premier League. We've oh, known that for a yeah. few weeks, though. Right. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, anyway... They play tomorrow, Game 7. Yep. So if anybody wants to know when we recorded this, you can just figure out when Pittsburgh and Ottawa played. But yeah. Sunday, when we were when we came in and I saw that they were slaughtering them, I was like, I, I actually kind of appreciated it because it was like, the thing about Ottawa's game is they score a goal and then they just protect that lead. Trap. Whereas when you are down a couple goals, you can't protect that lead, so you have to start doing something that's kind of out of your element, and, and then that opens right up. Oh, they can't. They're play. not good enough they, to play, beat no. Pittsburgh at, at a game that's open. They have to trap, and yeah. that's it's so boring. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's how they got past Boston. That's how they got past New York, and that's yep. how they're forcing a game seven tomorrow. Yeah, sit back, run the goalies, and just keep trying to get one goal and then protect it and do nothing and just hope that Craig Anderson can make another 45 saves yep so, it's so dull yeah it's it's a really really boring game to watch so I don't love that but I mean some of the playoffs has been really fun those first couple rounds like the first round of the playoffs where there's just there's bodies flying and there's just an adrenaline that you just don't have yep. in the regular season it's so or the fun traditional Pittsburgh Washington series is always fun right exactly <laughs> yeah yeah Especially beating Washington every time. Sure. I'm just really glad that the teams I really... Like, I don't love Pittsburgh, but I picked them to win. So, I'm cheering for Pittsburgh in the East because I picked them to win the whole shooting match. And I'll be happy. And you'll be happy. Yep. But I really want Nashville to win because I really like Nashville. Yeah. I like a lot of the players on the team. I love the city. I love the fans. Yep. They have a great fan base. So... I would love to see Nashville win it. Plus, it's somebody new, which is great. So, in my opinion, like, if, if Pittsburgh wins tomorrow and then it's Nashville and Pittsburgh, whatever. It's a wash. It's a win-win for me. And nothing but yellow. Everyone in yellow. <laughs> Everyone at in all yellow. times. Yeah. But the fact that after the first round, two of my most hated teams were playing each other. So, guaranteed, one of those teams is going to move on to the third round. I had a really hard time with that. Yeah. And then we were down to the last four, and that team is out. And, of course, they complained as soon as they lost because the schedule is too hard and it's the playoffs. Da-da-da. I'm like, yeah, you guys complain as much as you want. But, well, the NBA starts the third round before the second round is over. Yeah. The cat... The, uh, the the Warriors and the Spurs had played two games in the Western Conference Finals before Boston and Cleveland had played one game. Yeah, because Boston and Washington went to seven games, yeah. and, and Golden State's not going to lose a game until the final. 
So, so if they lose a game in the final, I would imagine. I think the Cleveland Golden State. We don't know if that's the series. It's gonna be the series. Yeah. I don't know if that's gonna be a great series or not, but it should be. It should be. Well, and as Rome called it today, it's the trilogy. Like that's yeah. what everybody wants. Golden State won two years ago. Cleveland won last year. Yep. This is the this is the rubber match. So and, and Golden State's better than they were two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they're better than they were. Well. They are better than they were last year. They have Kevin Durant. That's fair. It's just weird. Like, last year they went, what, 81 and 9? Oh, no, sorry, 70, 70, 71 and two. 72 and 9? Yeah. 70, whatever. It's 82 games. It's the same as NHL. Right. Okay, yeah. So I can't remember how many they lost, but they lost very few. Yeah, and then they were up 3-1 in the final, and then Cleveland came back and won it. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like this year they're not going to let that happen. Well, now they have Kevin Durant to guard yeah. LeBron. Yeah. That's a big difference. That is a big difference. Look at me talking <laughs> basketball. Yeah. I haven't watched a lick of it, but <laughs> I can talk about it. I've watched more NBA playoffs, specifically Golden State, than I have watched NHL probably. Fair. But that's just because it's on at a good time, whereas the Penguin games, the only NHL games I really cared about, some of the Flame stuff I tried to watch, but at the same time, it's like, eh. We got bounced pretty quickly. And it wasn't pretty no. for most of it, so... It's just the time that the Penguins are usually on, I'm working. Whereas the time Golden State is on, 8, 30, 9 o'clock, it's like, I'm done. You're done I'm for the eating, day. Yeah. I'm doing other stuff. I can throw sports on. Yeah. So. Totally. Yeah. Cool. So, so that's the sports we've been watching. Yeah. Um, TV next? What have you been doing TV-wise? Hang on. I'm just going to say I, I designed Macbeth recently. Oh, okay. And so I spent a lot of time watching that. Because I spent, I watched every run and all the previews and like I, I spent a lot of time there. So I just want to say like, it was, it's on my bucket list, but I didn't really quote unquote design it. A friend of mine did. And so I was just doing his design for him. Ah, yeah. So I don't count it as designing You're executing it mu- a design exactly. rather than designing. Yeah. So, yeah. but I still had to spend all the time watching previews and everything and making the odd changes that need to happen. So that was one. I just figured I'd put that on there because I spent a lot of time in the last month watching runs of that show. Fair which enough. Which was great. And it's a really cool production. So oh, that's good. Yeah. By the time this comes out, it will be long over. So I'm not going to dwell on it, but it was very neat. Cool. Um, I haven't been watching much new as far as TV goes. Shocking, I know. Um, How's Westworld going? Oh, God. Aren't you watching that by yourself now? Theoretically. We got... I haven't been... No, I I don't want to get you into trouble for talking about your Westworld habits. No, it's mostly just... I'm supposed to be watching it alone, which is great. It's just having not watched it, I kind of fell out of the routine. And so I just need to start again. (laughs) So it's mostly... It's mostly... Stuff I've had on the background while I've been cooking, but it's been like stuff that I've seen before because I don't need to pay attention to it. So I'm, okay. yeah. Season two is not till 2018, so you've had so I've time. got time, which is great. I'm trying to catch up on Shameless. I'm trying to work my way through that. Okay. Yeah, because it's come out, and I think we talked about it recently. Is like I pitched it maybe that it was yep. back out, but like I'm trying to get through that because that's now on Netflix, so it's accessible yep. to me. Um, so that's great. Um, so I'm working on that. Okay. Um, not a lot of other TV. It's been a very weird month for me watching things, just with like trying to pack and just having things. Like it's been my life's been in upheaval. So yeah, you know, no, I've watched fair. a few movies and I'll get to those. But yeah, cool. Uh, Attack on Titan is back. Okay. I know you can't really speak to that, but no, it's but back. I know you like it. Yeah. Yeah. Considering how often you're here and I'm wearing an Attack on Titan T-shirt, yeah. 
yeah, it's probably a fair <laughs> assumption. But yeah, season two has been good so far. I'm I fell a little bit behind because of the flu. Okay. Uh, so I'm just catching up now. Sure. But I am quite pleased. I've uh, been watching Key and Peel. Oh, nice. That's been my kind of throw it on when I'm eating or working on dinner or Crave? that sort of stuff. Yeah, Crave's okay. got the full series on right. it. Already into the fourth season. There are, how many seasons do they have? Five. They stopped after wow. five. Okay. It seems like a perfect time to stop a show. Yeah. Five is usually, I think I wrote about that once. Five is usually a good spot to, to quit. Yeah. Key and Peele, man, those guys are... Great. Really they clever. They really good. Yeah. 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 I, I've only seen, like, I've never watched a show of theirs in its entirety, but I've watched, I've seen a bunch of their sketches, and everything I've seen I've loved, so I just need to... Also, Key? Peel? Which one was the one on Mad TV? Uh, Jordan Peel, I think. Okay. The taller one? Not the one who does the Obama impression? Yeah. Yeah, the, okay. The taller one. Is, no. Oh, okay. Well, that's Key. Okay. If Keegan-Michael Key is the one from... I didn't watch Mad TV. Oh, okay. So I, yeah. I Keegan thought Michael it was Jordan was, Peele, was but okay. Keegan, yeah. Keegan, he was the one from... He yeah. was from Mad TV? Yeah. I think Jordan wrote on it, though. It could have. So that's I, probably how so, they got to know each other. Yeah. Um, but the one who does Obama, that was Jordan Peele? Yes. Okay. And, and Keegan-Michael Key was the one who wrote... Get Out, Stay Out? No, Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele was? Okay. Yeah, he's the one that wrote and directed Get Out. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, his farewell during the, like, just before the Trump's inauguration as Obama was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, like, those guys, their, their sketches, what I've seen, have been terrific, and I have every intention of going and actually watching some of their stuff. It's awesome. Yeah. And what's great is that it is because it's a Comedy Central sitcom from, or sitcom, sketchcom from... 2010 through 2015. Yeah. They're 21 minutes each. Yeah. So it's so you easy just to it, crush yeah. a couple and yeah. then, great, okay, now what? Great. So, uh, and American Gods. Which one's that? The Neil Gaiman oh. series done by Brian Fuller, the guy who did Hannibal. Uh, okay. About the new gods with Ian McShane and, yeah. That's, is that on? Prime. Damn it. Amazon Prime. <laughs> Have you watched The Leftovers on uh, HBO? First season, didn't care for it. Now I'm told it's gotten amazing. So okay. it's like, okay. Because my cousin's cousin on his other side, Evan, loves TV. And he's he he and I have had conversations about HBO and TV somewhat regularly. And he's really li- digging The Leftovers. Yeah. It's, like I said, I just, I did not like the first season okay. enough to continue. But I've heard so much about how they've improved. Right. Because I didn't even know about the first season like I didn't oh, really pay yeah. attention to it and but now it's kind of everywhere yep interesting okay it's last season I think too I think they're only doing three. Oh, interesting so okay yeah at least this one will resolve itself not like the last season of Deadwood which was the third season but just kind of ended yeah uh, any other TV shows nope that's it for TV unless we're counting MST3K Mystery Science Theater oh. 3000 on Netflix the new one yeah with Patton Oswalt is yeah. it Patton uh, Patton Oswalt, Felicia Day, uh, Jonah Heston. Well, Jonah Ray Rodriguez, but I think he's in the series he's known as Jonah Oh, Heston. okay. But it's Jonah Ray. Is it great? Yeah, it's yeah. great. Exactly what it should be. Uh, Jonah Ray might be the best human out of every MST3K because really? he's, he's a stand-up comedian. So he has that presence and he right. has that. Sure. So, yeah. Cool. I love it. Nice. So. Okay. But that's also kind of movies, because they're watching bad movies and commenting on them, sure. but it is a TV show. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. 
So we talk. I'm just we're all look how it's, like that is it's just segway. a thread right there. It segues. Pretty impressive. It's also late and we're hungry, so we're trying to get through this. Yeah. So sorry. Well, uh, it's not like we're rushing because it's still going to be the regular hour. But yeah. Still. Um, I've got three movies. I'm sure you have more. I picked five. Okay. I I pared it down a bit. Okay. Well, you start, and then. Um, yeah, then you'll have maybe one or two at the end, but okay. whatever. Okay, I can also skip one. Yeah, whatever. Five is not that many. No, I like I said, I I was trying to keep it to a respectable amount. Sure. Let's start with Carnival of Souls. All right. Sounds like a horror movie. It is a horror movie. Shocking. Um, this is so very surprising. <laughs> is it? What might be surprising is it's the only pure horror movie that I decided to talk about. That is surprising. Uh... I've saw a few other ones. There's some stuff I can't really talk about yet as well. Okay. Which it's like, well, fine. Right. Uh, Carnival of Souls is an indie horror from the 60s. Okay. That you can see tons of influence, like how it influenced David Lynch. And oh, how it interesting. A bunch of the different kind of surreal horror stuff. Right. Um, it was made by Herc Harvey who made corporate films and decided that he wanted to make he was driving past an abandoned amusement park in Utah and was like that'd be a great place for a horror movie so he got some money together and he made a horror movie amazing <laughs> and it's it's all black and white it was a crew of five okay uh, with Herc Harvey being one of them it didn't do very well box office wise, but it did get that kind of cult following where underground cinemas would show it and then more people would see it and you'd see, yeah, watching it, you can see so many different things from movies that come later, like cool. Eraserhead especially. Oh, really? And it's just like, wow. Awesome. So it's just it's one of those films that you hear about and it's it, it is in its own right kind of creepy and it's fun and cool. all that sort of stuff. But awesome. Yeah, so Carnival of Souls. All right, how did you find it? It was on TCM. Oh, so okay. I just I recorded it gotcha. on a whim and went, yeah, all right, sure. Yeah, and watched it. Yep. Uh since we're talking about horror, uh I watched The Other Side of the Door. Oh yeah. Yep. It was okay. Yeah. I, I thought the concept was really cool and I yeah. thought some of it was really fun and then like I was like there were parts where I was like genuinely kind of like oh god oh god oh god and then the last 10 minutes just really got lame yep just kind of that's so many horror movies flop just right there where it's just like ugh cause you have to give a resolution I yeah. suppose and and I get it but there was other resolutions you could have had yeah better ones and everything about it, I was I was hook, line, and sinker. I was in, and I think I only rated it a six, and probably would have rated it a seven or eight had the ending been better, but it's was just like, oh. Yeah. So I really enjoyed it up to the last ten minutes, and then I was just like, nah, okay. Oh, well. Yeah, but still a cool concept. Yeah. Uh, their house is awesome. I love yeah. the idea of, like, the, the, the courtyard in the middle, and then, like, all the rooms around the outside, and yep. it's really hard to have that in somewhere like... Canada, where you'd have to shovel your courtyard every day. Yeah, but it was cool. I I, I like the look of it. And Re- I, retractable. Yeah, Sk- like a, a sky dome style. Yeah. Retractable roof. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, it was it was fun, and I really enjoyed it, and it spooked me in a couple places, and then 
And it, it just did. Yeah, yep. it's a horror movie. Yep. Cool. Um, Orphans of the Storm. Okay. It's a silent film. I wrote a Better Late Than Never on okay. it. Okay. Um, so I won't. This is that's why I'm throwing it here. Is I okay. won't dwell on this one too much. Uh, it's the Gish sisters. Speaking of the Gish sisters. Oh man! Throwback to last week Yay. slash earlier today when we actually recorded that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's about the French Revolution. Oh, okay. Uh, but told in a very strange way because it's an anti-Bolshevism film. So it's okay. putting a whole bunch of stuff on the French Revolution that doesn't belong there, but it's still pretty good. It's enjoyable. It's a very it's a very good film to see once. Okay. But it's not one of those silent films that's like, oh man, you have to see this. But there's a lot in it that's like, yeah, wow, okay. Oh, that's a cool shot. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm working my way backwards chronologically. Okay. Uh, I saw the French connection. Hey. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't I, I didn't realize that it was based on a true story. Yep. Um the car chase was great, and I yes. loved the story behind the car chase. Yep. Um, All those L train stuff. Yeah. 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 So that was that was pretty rad. Uh, I love me some Gene Hackman. Yep. And it's nice to see him play a good guy, even though he's kind of an asshole. Like Popeye Doyle is kind of a jerk. Yeah. But he's not. It's an anti-hero. But yeah. It's a likable anti-hero. Yeah. It's kind of like a dirty Harry. Like he's. Yeah. Kind of a jerk, but at the same time, he's you know he's still trying to do good. Yeah. Whereas like as as little Bill or the the mayor in the Quick and the Dead, he's not. Or Lex. Luthor. Or Lex Luthor, exactly. <laughs> he plays the villain so well. Yeah, he does. And so, you know, having him play less of a villain is pretty great. And uh, yeah, so I mean, it was it was good. Um, not the best movie I've ever seen, but good enough that yeah. I was like, okay, well, I'm glad to have seen this one, and so I've got that one under my, you know, it's... Have you seen Bullet? Not yet. Okay. Yeah. Is it better than Bullet? Um... I know that Bullet is just kind of like... It's a movie that has a car chase. Yeah. It's a car chase of a movie. See, and that's the thing. Like, at least the French Connection, there's a story-ish. Well, there is a story in Bullet. It's just... Yeah. But, like, I guess Ronin has a great car chase, but there's more to everything else. Everything else is still as compelling as the car chase. Whereas with the French Connection, I found like a lot of it was leading up to that that scene. Yeah. And I feel like Bullet is kind of the same way, it from de- what you've told me. It depends on how much you enjoy watching Steve McQueen's character go to a grocery store and buy frozen peas. Right. That Super. That is a scene in Bullet that lasts way longer than you think Doesn't it's going to. Doesn't he also eat a sandwich up against a brick wall? Oh, he sure does. Yeah, yeah a nurse brings him a sandwich super yeah yeah so the french connection has more actual plot than no, you know no, what i'll you just, just you I'll, have to I'll see bullet, bullet it's, and it's then just I'll, hard to... I'll form my own opinion yeah. i think i own it somewhere because i bought it it was like two it's, for it's ten steve bucks McQueen. or something and it's steve mcqueen exactly yeah. so um yeah so. um great yeah i saw the warcraft movie because it was on the movie network and uh it's exactly what you think it looks like Okay, you want to do another one now? That's, that's exactly what I was thinking about that. Because I have another fantasy film okay. that I can do next. Okay. I also saw The Last Witch Hunter, that Vin Diesel immortal witch hunting movie with Elijah Wood. And? It was way more fun than I was expecting really? it to be. I had a good time. Okay. It's not a great movie, but it's it's fun. And that's all I really wanted out of it. Michael Caine's in it. Awesome. 
need another house, so he just did that. I guess, yep. yeah. Uh, the the CG was fine. Right. The story was fine. Mm-hmm. You can kind of tell it's D&D inspired. Right. But, yeah, it was, it was entertaining. It had... I would have rated it higher if it didn't do the same thing that the other side of the door did, mm-hmm. where it had a, a thing at the end where it's like, oh, that was completely unnecessary. I didn't need that. You've cheapened your own story. Right. Well, crap. Okay. Right. But if you can look past that. Also, I think it's on Netflix now in Canada, so it's free. Oh, okay. So you can just check it out. If I was so inclined. If you're looking for a brainless kind of watching Vin Diesel stab stuff with a sword and some psychedelic stuff. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. I enjoyed it. Cool. Uh, the last thing that I watched, Singing in the Rain. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I really liked it. I yeah. can't believe it took me that long to watch. I, it's a musical. I'm like, oh, I don't know about musicals. Yeah. It's but you're so... Li- but you're so used to a certain type right? of musical. Yeah. Uh, and I know you told me the story about the guy who does Make Him Laugh but like that that is phenomenal. Yeah. His bit there was incredible. It's brilliant. It is. And it's amazing that he smoked two packs a day and needed oxygen. Between takes. Like <laughs> yeah. that's that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And um Debbie Reynolds? Debbie Reynolds is just beautiful. Yep. Like what a like like she's gorgeous, but you just fall in love with that character too. Yep. She's just so sweet and charming and and everything works out. Yeah. Because it's a musical. Right. From the 50s, which yeah. means everything works out. It's just, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'm glad to have seen it. I thought that, like, the, the dance was, the dancing was incredible. The tap, Gene Kelly is remarkable. And yep. him and the other guy when the, the during, like, the, the language lessons and everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, those two were so good. Yeah. It. I could gush about it all day. Like, I saved it on my PBR because Janet Bomeo, I was watching it. I think it was like I had five minutes left before the end of the movie. Oh, yeah. I was just like, ah, damn it. Um, I didn't realize that. But I, so I I watched the end and I think I went over after and and she's like, and I said, oh, I was watching Singing in the Rain. And she's like, oh, I want to see this. Like, I will watch it again in a heartbeat. It's so fun. Yep. Yeah, it's great. I'm glad you've seen it. Yeah. And I feel like your musical list and your 50s list would dramatically change. 100%. Without question. <laughs> because, yeah. 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 It's so good. It's so good. What's your last movie? Kubo and the Two Strings. Go on. Oscar-nominated animated film. Okay. From this past year. Okay. Which was also nominated for special effects because it's a combination of stop motion and CG. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was awesome was it and and i didn't know this going in and was really happy about when he showed up m square is one of the main character voices and i'm like what Uh. i didn't know you were in this and it's just from that moment on it was just yep i'm happy (laughs) that's uh matthew mcconaughey for anyone who's not completely versed in the guys from podcast yeah uh, but yeah, M Square was one of the characters. Charlize Theron is one of the. It was just, it was like a fairy tale, a Japanese fairy tale basically, and ridiculous and fun, and beautifully animated. Cool. Um, I don't. It deserved the nomination. Did it deserve to beat Zootopia? 
story-wise, maybe. Mm. But from an animation standpoint, definitely. Yeah, okay. Not like not even close. Yeah. But Zootopia's story was a, just a bit better constructed, right. Than Kubo and the Two Strings. Gotcha. But Kubo and the Two Strings was a gorgeous story. Well, and that's the thing is like sometimes it it shouldn't be just about story. It should be about everything. And if it's an animated movie, you need to look at the whole picture. They made a sixteen foot tall puppet. <laughs> There's a 16-foot-tall puppet in it to give it the right scale. Awesome. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Where'd you find that? Uh, I can't remember if it was a like a documentary afterwards or if they were... No, no they were... No, where, where did you find... Where did you watch the movie? Oh, Movie Network. Oh, okay. Good yeah. to know. Cool. During the credits. Watch during the credits. They show some of the behind-the-scenes stuff. Awesome. Okay. And some of the animation and things. Nice. So... Or at least they did on the my recording, so maybe it was a special after whatever. But okay. Yeah. Good to know. Anything else? No, I'm good. I'm hungry. I guess that's it. You, Mr. and Miss Internet, are the lifeblood of our podcast, and we just want to answer your questions or just have a good old chat. Do you want to talk to us on Twitter? I can be found at David Ron. That's Ron with two N's. Sean is at Sean Cord. That's Sean with a U. And we are at Guys from Podcast. You can email us at guysfrompodcast at gmail.com, Facebook us at the Guys from, or get your kite out, write a message on it, and send it up to us in this gale force wind we've been having, and we are sure to see it because Sean's on the seventh floor, and we will then answer your questions. Points if it's a box kite. Ah, oh. yeah, up, up and away. <laughs> if you enjoy the guys from podcast, tell anyone you can, any way you can, and the best thing you can do to help us get the word out there is to leave us a rating or a review on iTunes. We are available pretty much everywhere podcasts are found, and if you can't find us somewhere podcasts are found, let me know, and I will fix that. Hey, Dave, is there anything you wanted to plug? Uh, you should watch the British Office. It's only two seasons. It's arguably better than the first than the than the American. It's hard to say. I love the American one too, but sure. the British one is just it's shorter, so you get done faster. But it's also so so awkward. Yeah, so awkward and so funny, but so awkward. So there's that. Sean? On our website, www.theguysfrom.com, aside from hosting this Gale Force podcast, we also write articles on things like music. That's indie music every day, throwback tracks every Thursday. We talk about movies, gaming, The Simpsons, you name it, we probably write about it. And where can I find all that again? www.theguysfrom.com. I remembered it this time. Yeah! Head to ihorror.com for all of your horror news, interview, and review needs. And anyone who's heard one of these before knows exactly what I'm going to say here. I am positive that you have not seen or listened to or watched or read everything that we talked about. So do that. Find something and consume it. It'd be impressive if you had done everything on both of our lists. Yeah. Tweet at both of us if that happened. Yeah. Special thanks to the Sweets for our terrific opening music. Check out their website at www.wearethesweets.com. And also, special thanks to Kevin McLeod and Incompetech for our takeout music called Fearless First, as well as our ad music today called Fireflies and Stardust. This has been episode 170 of the Guys from Podcast, the We're Really Hungry and It's Windy podcast, because we're really hungry and it's very windy. Thanks for listening. Once again, I'm Sean. And I'm Dave. Have a great week, everybody. The Guys from Podcast is brought to you in part by nothing. Nothing. It doesn't pay well. Damn wind. <laughs>